Kathy, we got a wild for you this week. That's I talked right. all about how I went to a pool party with faggots. And I went and saw a play with my family in New Mexico. Can't seem to stay awake. I love <laughs> champagne. Especially with 32 shrimps. I ate 32 shrimps in one sitting. Thoughts? Concerns? Do I have worms? Um, I think we need to... I want to... What? What if we all have worms? Dipper, I've been saying what if we all have worms for like a year now. And you were Never like, no, you. no, 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 no. Never heard you. Have you seen the bears in Alaska with all the worms hanging out of their butt? Hanging out of their ass? If a bear in Alaska can get a worm, I feel like this bear here in Los Angeles could. Stop calling Am yourself I a, bear? a bear. Don't do it. Are that. you? Please stop. Are you a bear? All right. We'll see everyone in Palm Springs for the meetup. USA I was the fattest party. person in that pool. <laughs> the water rose, honey. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> the water was rising. Oh, baby girl. <laughs> okay, goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a bingo bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213 536 Eight zero. Our email is Now on with the show. Hi, you big dipper. There is something about returning home to California. I was only gone for a few days, but I got to tell you. When I get off that plane and that Cali air hits my breath, my chest, and I, my breath, my chest. My, is chest, that? my titties, my. Oh, yeah. There you titties go. on the top. Yes, they are on the top. Uh, and then I. Shrimp on the bottom. Go, <laughs> go and get into a cab and sit in an hour, sit in traffic for one solid hour, waiting to get home and spend all my money on a taxi ride. It just feels good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? How many shrimp did you eat the other day? Someone called it a snake meal. I ate 32 shrimp. What is a snake meal? It's where you you just eat one giant meal in like the middle of the day or something, and then you just don't really eat anything else. How were the shrimp prepared? Well, see, I had purchased about a pound of shrimp. Cooked or uncooked? Uncooked. I cooked it. I I put... um, You devein it? Well, they were deveined and peeled already because I don't oh, like doing that. That is rich. So I put um, some oil, canola oil, mm-hmm. then sesame oil, um, canola oil, canola, and then um, garlic, a little bit of onion, sesame seeds, and I made a bowl of rice, and then I cooked them like that, and then I ate thirty-two shrimp. I wasn't planning on it. I was like, oh. I'll mix the rice with the, and then I'll kind of meal prep with the, the shrimp because they like have you protein. You put the in lime it. in the coconut. And then... Oh yeah, there was. I put lemon juice in it too. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty Wait. good. And then instead of putting it away, like I ate one bowl and I was like, okay, now I'll go like package them into like two separate, two more meals. <laughs> I just stood in the kitchen and ate, ate them out the of the pan with my fingers. Everyone at home is in agreement that we all do this. We all do it. We're but it all... was just. What? It was just wild that I had waited all day. I hadn't eaten anything, and I was like, oh, I need to, like, make a protein shake. And I was like, I don't want to go through the process of cleaning the blender. So I just didn't. You need to get the protein shake. You just shake it up in the water. No, because I, like I like to make it a meal replacement. So I put, like, a banana and fruits and spinach and everything. Was there sauce with the shrimp? That's what I need to know. Well, it kind of made its own, like, buttery sauce. With, but was it butter or was it canola oil? I did. Was oh, it sauce? was butter. There was butter. I guess it wasn't oil. No, I think I put a little oil, butter, and sesame oil. And then, oh, I put a little uh, soy sauce on top. I saw when I was in New Mexico. So you admit you were in New Mexico. <laughs> I was in New Mexico, yes. Mm-hmm. I saw a community theater production with my family. Family. With my family. Um, And I think it's called On the Mountaintop? Or To the Mountaintop? (coughs) 
but it's a play about Martin Luther King Jr. Obviously, oh. it's a very famous speech. I've been to the mountaintop, but there is a there's a a, a play. I love um, live theater. So it was a community. It was like a small storefront community theater play uh, at the Adobe Theater, and oh, the place just called the Mountaintop. And I went with my family, and it was so interesting to see theater, like general admission, no assigned seats, like 38 seats in the room. It was sold out, and there were only two people in the play, and the play was an hour and 45 minutes with no intermission. Could never be me. And they did the kind of thing, because when when we left the play, we had a lot of conversation about the play. And some of it was about, like, the the quality some of it was about quality was it not good well see that's like the subjective thing right it was like i had issue with the direction but also like the play was interesting because the play was like a magical realism take on martin luther king jr's last night like the night before he got assassinated in the hotel room that he, you know, was staying in where he got shot on the balcony out front of it. Yeah. And so they're like, it's like sort of like a meditation on him as a man and him as a martyr and him as this like historical figure. And you know that it's like this fabrication because they say it in all of the topic, like all of the like advertising. And it's like between him and, and the lady who works at the motel who brings him up his room service, up his car. Oh, that's weird. And so they're like, hey, what's up, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, flirting with her. And he, like, calls his wife at the house. You know, like, all of these things. And then (laughs) she reveals she's an angel. And that she is going to take him because he's going to die tomorrow. And she's the the angel of death. And when that happened. (laughs) I feel like I've heard of this play or someone has made fun of it in some sort of. It's just just because of how absurd it is. I don't want to be this person. I kind of tune my beer. I kind of tune my mother out when, like, like I when I talk to my mom on the phone in re, like my, in my life, like as we're going from day to day, and we talk on the phone, I'm like really engaged in listening. But when I go out there and I'm staying with them for a couple of days, my listen, I didn't get my gift for gab from nobody. I got it from my mother, and she will get up in the morning and just talk about the garden for an hour she'll talk about what she saw at the grocery store so she probably gave me a lot of background information for this play mm-hmm. but in my personal understanding of what was happening we got in the car and ended up at a play like i didn't know what was going on <laughs> and then we get in and i was like oh cool it's about martin luther king jr okay great oh interesting it's only two people oh weird that lady is not any real historical figure Oh, she's the angel. Oh, of she death. angel. She's the angel of death, baby. That is wild. That is such a weird concept. It, and I and 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 not like I do think that if like a dope ass director got their hands on it, it would actually be really cool because I understand the the point of view that the playwright is coming from, which is like to sort of to pull. MLK Jr. off the pedestal to see him as the human being that he really was, but then also to like to like place him in history where he belongs as this like massive influence that shifted the globe. Um, but at the same time, these were amateur actors, and there were no strong directorial choices. They did the thing where they like weren't looking at each other while they were talking. So you could see them like looking up into the corner of their eyes while they're trying to like talk to the other actor. Because some people who are bad at acting don't, they can't make eye contact with someone when they're delivering a line. They like look away. See, I can't, I can't make eye contact with people when I'm talking to them normal, but when I'm acting, I'm like, I have to look at you. Otherwise, right. Cause otherwise it doesn't look. And then they were all looking at us. I made eye contact with the actors. Well, yeah, both of them. I made eye contact with the actors multiple times. And later at the after afterwards, as we're walking in the car, my aunt was like, Were they supposed to was I supposed to have looked at them in the eyes? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, they were doing something wrong. Well, maybe that was part of the directorial. No. Choice. <laughs> okay, I'm not like trying to defend. I wasn't there, but 
Lord have Anyways, it. I bet it's a good read, honestly, because you could like imagine two powerhouse actors doing it, and I bet it would be a great read. But shout out to the Adobe Theater doing interesting and fun, uh, groundbreaking work. They're doing the all the female version of the Odd Couple, March first through the twenty fourth in Albuquerque. What's the female version? It's probably just um, women Roll are cast. Switch? Cast. But the Odd probably Couple just... is a man and a lady. So it's just nope, two ladies. It's two men. It's Oscar and Felix. It's a Neil Simon classic play with two men. Fags. Oh, I'm together. thinking of Twelve Angry Jurors, which is twelve men, but then they did it Twelve Angry Women, and that's twelve women. Right. Also in July, I, thinking, I think I was thinking of Moonlighting. Also in July, Bruce, they're doing Bruce Willis and what's her name? A new musical, The Bridges of The Bridges of Madison County. The Bridges of Madison County, the musical. <laughs> Wait, did you hear that Bruce Willis has dementia? Yeah. Do you think it's a good thing when people film their parents who have dementia on TikTok? No. I, I argue... Well, <laughs> I don't know. I would say it depends on what that family's relationship is like. Because I don't like the ones where they like use it um, and it seems like, oh, that person maybe beforehand wouldn't have been like fun with this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like 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 if you and your dad had a really good relationship and like he was fun and goofy and you made videos all the time and then slowly he started going into dementia but like you could find moments where they were like clear and you would still do little things. That's fine, but I don't like the ones where it's like almost for clout where they're like do you see what I struggle with? This is so hard for me and it's like that person is also suffering. But I will Why say is that it about you. Until I saw those videos, my only understanding of that whole experience for the family and the person was like movies. Like I never Which saw it's not real at all because when you see the real thing, it's like that is hard to see. And so I think it is actually like a pretty good learn like tool for learning and education, education that you can you can look and be like, oh, this is an example of a 90-year-old man who lives with his grown kids and wakes up every morning and says, whose house is this and where's Bill? Bill's dead and this is my house and you live with me and you don't need your wallet and you don't need money and you don't drive a car anymore. Definitely don't drive cars anymore. And you're 91. I'm 91. You're 91. Like every day. Yeah. But sometimes they're violent. Um, Now, I'll tell you what I did last night. I hung out with one of your ex-boyfriends. Slay. In a pool. While we watched RuPaul's Drag Race on TV in a hot tub, in a hot pool, me and six other hot gay men. Thoughts? Really? Have you, are you now the thing, have you found yourself in the thing that we used to sort of both want and complain about on this podcast two years ago, which is like to find a group of gay dudes to be friends with? Or are you still a tourist? I'm I'm, tra- I'm I'm a tourist. I'm traveling around, but I will I will be going back. Put in to the this. chat. Who's my ex boyfriend? You know exactly who he is. He lives here now. There's only a few of them. Exactly, it's the one that lives here. Well, I don't know. Is it is it the ex from a long, long time ago? Yeah, forever ago. Like not even. I just put it in the chat. Oh no, I'm talking about the one I'm bringing up is from a long time ago. Put it in the chat. I oh, no, will. We can't do this. People got so mad. People got so mad when okay. we fucking posted the pictures on Instagram. And they were like, did you have fun doing that for two and a half minutes? For two and a half minutes, you both just sat in silence while you posted on Instagram. We didn't because I ran the timer and I listened to it back and I made the decision to leave it in and not approve it and not uh, edit it out. I approved it because I thought it was clever. A lot of new followers on my boy Instagram. Thank you all so much for following. I thought you were talking about this ex-boyfriend. This man is not an ex-boyfriend of yours. Yes, he is. This man is not. Yes, he is. Oh, my God. My mouth is watering. (laughs) Yes, he was. I mean, I was. You don't deserve this. We were. I was. I was. We were. (laughs) were. I was like 23, and we dated for like six weeks. That doesn't count. That to me is not dated. Six weeks in your twenties, it's everything. Mm, no, that's that's seeing each other. I feel like the one you hung out with, I dated less time. No way. Less <laughs> than six weeks. 
I don't know. I can't remember. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I just love the pool. I just love being in a hot water body of water. I want to hear about it, but we got to take a break. Yeah, yeah, okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would, like, pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just... I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Okay, tell me about the pool. We're back. And we're back. I want to hear about so the pool. So my friends bought a house in a, 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 my neighborhood, and they um, <laughs> had one of those, it's like one of those almost like shipping container pools, like, uh, you know, how um, Double Scorpion Julian has one? Yes. So, but this one's heated. This one's like a giant hot tub, and it's gorgeous and you like walk in and there's seating on one side and then the other side you can just like literally stand up and you're like up to your neck in water and you put your little feet in there on the seated uh, side i was fully in the water i was submerged i had these titties out you were nude no it's not one of those it's not like that it's not like that <laughs> it's just a group of gay guys hanging out swimming in water watching rupaul's drag race um and it really does heighten the experience. So what I brought with me was tequila. From the priest. And soda. No, but he was there. He was at the thing. He was at the pool party. I need, Why did you not take pictures of the whole roster? I need to know everyone who was there. Uh, there was, it wasn't that many people. It was like six. I brought two friends. It was really cool. It was really fun. I'm never inviting you. And we had a wonderful time in the water. The priest was there. Everyone go buy you some gay tequila. Um, but I I brought um, just Espelone because I like to keep keep the nice tequila here at the house. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to just drink a bunch of this because I am on antibiotics right now because remember that thing. And I decided that I was just going to drink champagne. Someone had oh. brought like three or four bottles of champagne. Because I that drink, doesn't like, oh. count? I just think it's like you, you drink it slower. You kind of, it's harder to just like chug like a tequila soda is. Uh-huh. And um, I drank a whole fucking bottle of champagne. Not and surprising. I was, it, when, I, when it was time to get out of the water, that's when the, the booze hit me. And I was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, daddy's drunk. Oh, God. And someone, and since all I had had that day, yesterday, was 32 shrimps, <laughs> someone went inside and got me a cheese stick. <laughs> was like eat this i was like okay like a mozzarella cheese yeah like a mozzarella stick they're like heard you like cheese and i was like um okay and it was all just kind of a blur towards the end to be honest but you had fun with your new friends 
They're not new friends. They're they're old friends, and I just never was able to go because uh, it's like a Friday night, and you I would always watch Drag Race at Precinct, or I was hosting Drag Race or stuff. So like why that. didn't you? What do you mean? Why didn't you go to Precinct? Because I wanted to sit in the pool. A pool sounds so nice. It's so and it was heated, and it's like cold out, but the water was hot. How At one times, point, it got too uh, hot. As you got in there, were you like heated, and you sang Beyonce? No, no, I didn't do much singing. That's shocking. Wait, because you wanted to have a good, leave a good impression. Yeah, I didn't want to be like too annoying. But by the end of it, I'm pretty sure I was like. One one tequila soda and one bottle of champagne in. Yeah, I'm going to be pretty fucking annoying. I did tell them a little bit about um, what we did in Vegas. Yes. And um, they were like, oh, we thought you stayed at the Circus Circus Hotel because like it's it clown a, themed. And then they looked joke. at me oh. and I went, what's so funny? Why do you think? <laughs> what is, what's a clown? I don't get the joke. Who is clown? Who's clown? Tell. What's fucking clowny about anybody in this room? Um, I always feel like that when I go out in public, especially with like new people or with guys or whatever, where I'm like, okay, don't talk too much and don't get like too intense about work and don't ask the questions you ask on your podcast, which are like, I really just want to know, did they film that in one day or two days? And like, okay, (laughs) that's the shit I was saying too. I was like, you could tell this was a different day and like no one cared. And (laughs) I was like, reel that back in because that's the shit that I care about that no one cares about. (laughs) Everyone's like, okay. Uh, You know, uh, the other thing that happens is like when you hang out with people socially and they're like, they like talk during stuff. And I'm like, it would make sense if you were like, the pizza's here. Someone has to get the pizza. Or like, um, Dave needs directions. Can someone text him? But they'll say things like, wait, Mark, what were you saying about the um, the movie that you saw? And you're like, nope, we're in the middle of the talent show. Don't bring that up now. Like, this is for group. I need to see Mayhem Miller giggle. <laughs> we're here to watch the thing and then talk about it on the commercials. Yes. My Yeah, I forget how fucking annoying I am. Like, like, I truly am just a nightmare. And there were so many moments where I was, like, about to say something, and I went, just don't. Let (laughs) everyone else talk. You're like, why don't you go ahead and let loose? Let them talk. Because I figured, that's what happens, I think, when I get nervous, or, like, because I do have social anxiety. Like, that is a thing that I deal with. But, like, my, my way of dealing with it is that I just start fucking Talking. Drinking. Sorry. Well, drinking. Talking. T- or the drink. Or the drink. The Yelling. Singing. Yelling. Screaming. screaming. Did you see the Barking thing at I, children. Did you see the thing I sent you on TikTok? No, what thing? Or maybe on Instagram, but it was like, you know how the people uh, um, give predictions on, well, the Super Bowl will have happened two days ago, but they like predict what a commercial will be like or what the Super Bowl halftime show. They're like, Usher Super Bowl halftime show. Boom, boom. Oh, my God. Boom, boom. Oh, you know? Oh, 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 my God. Let me get to the end of it. Why do you always interrupt me when I'm singing? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. That's what I do to you. Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, this young woman predicted what she thinks the first Wicked trailer will be. She thinks the first Wicked trailer will be a commercial at the Super Bowl. Did you see that I sent it to you? I think it is spot on. And if this bitch is not a a major motion picture trailer editor, there is something wrong with the world. Let me look. Let me look. Well, I'll watch it after because I don't want to watch it right now on a pod. Maybe during a commercial break. Yeah, maybe during a commercial break and then you can report back. Okay. But, but do you what, think here, we're going to see... Can I say something? Yeah, what about the Beyonce residency? What the fuck is Beyonce doing with <laughs> Verizon? Verizon? Well, I, I saw the theory. And what is it? The theory is that it's a Vegas residency because Verizon oh, because the- has signed like a big deal to do something with at programming the- at the Sphere. At the Sphere. And I can't imagine Beyonce being like, I'm ready. To, well, actually, I can't imagine her being like, let's just settle down for six months. No, but then the, the the idea of a Vegas residency has completely changed. Old school Vegas residency was like eight shows a week, 12 shows a week. It was like Broadway 
on crack. It was mm-hmm. huge and it was constant. Britney changed the whole thing. And what Britney and Katy Perry and Adele, there's probably been more people in a, an Usher. Usher. Sure. And I mean, Celine Dion was doing it, but I think she was doing she it was kind doing of it old school, school. Yeah. where it's like they live there and they just do it constantly. The new thing is like you do four dates and then you come back in three weeks and you do four more dates. Like it's oh. not as hectic. Oh, that sounds lovely then. Yeah. I'd go. Hurt the sphere? Are you fucking kidding? But you remember at the sphere, you have to sit up. Well, you have to make sure you get the good seats. And I would. I've already given her so much money. And I would, and I will. And I guess I'm going back to Vegas to get COVID again. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Did we talk about how you got COVID on here? Yeah, I was sick last week on the pod. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, I want to invite everyone to drain your nut. Um, it is happening this weekend, this Saturday, February seventh. Like to invite everybody to. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you do your thing first. No, why don't you do yours? No, first? you do yours first. I I'm excited to hear about the fat slut lineup. I plan to go. Really? Yeah. No, you do yours. Yours needs it more. Most people are going to, you know, clock out by the third act of this pod, so. Drain. Oh, you think people listen to 40 minutes but not one hour? Yeah. <laughs> Drain Your Nut is happening on February 17th, babies. Um, I am hosting, you know, part five, the fifth installment of the Drain Your Nut experience. We are doing it at a warehouse in Duarte. If you're familiar with that, it is a western, no, an eastern. It is an eastern suburb. Uh, but if you're from down, if you live in downtown or Highland Park, it's like 20 minutes east. Uh, come on out. Drainyournut.com has all the details. It should be a grand old time full of fucking and sucking. Um, and I'm going to keep this. Uh, this uh, discount code up uh, for podcast listeners, but if you use the term early bird, the code at checkout, you can get 20% off your tickets. We're doing an afternoon group. That's two to 6 PM, an evening group from eight to midnight and even a beta group on Sunday. So if you're interested in your nut being drained or just playing around with other people's nuts while they're draining them, uh, go on over to drainyournut.com, get yourself a ticket and come eat some butt. At the warehouse in Duarte. Okay, I did it. Are you still watching the thing? I think she's dead on. (laughs) Isn't that like perfect? Dead on. Yeah, absolutely. And I I would agree. So everyone go watch that TikTok. Uh, We're not going to tell you how to find it or what it's about. But she basically says that it's going to start with the wizard and I. And but like a, a glowing a green glowing orb. Orbs on the screen. And it's like Cynthia's face. And it's going to be, no, just her eye. And then we slowly pull out <laughs> while she's singing. And I've had a vision almost like a prophecy. Da-da, da-da, da-da. And it's going to cut to all the best scenes in the movie. Bright colors. You're going to see popular. You're going to see defying gravity. You're going to see the meet the wizard. You're going to not see act two because this is part one. And then it's going to show them in the dorm room. And Ariana Grande is going to go. Pink goes good with green. And then it's going to go wicked. November 27th. What do you think that Beyonce... Beyonce's going to announce I'm here at the Globe? I think she's going to be like... It's going to be like Beyonce Vegas, you know, blank 2024. But why is Tony Hale being dragged into this? What is his Because I think he might be the Verizon spokesperson. Oh. And we don't know because we don't watch regular TV. And they know we we have our AT&T little uh, contracts, so they don't even push us Verizon Media. Because they know that much about you, bitch. Oh! That's what the Beyonce song sounds like. (laughs) Let's take a break. No. Well, before we take that break, (laughs) I just want to remind everyone to go to LGBTQtequila.com and get your tequila. Are you getting a little kickback? I don't know what you're talking about. Why would I do that? That would be illegal for me to do on this podcast based no, on No, it contract. wouldn't. That's literally what we do. Oh. Buy this fucking tequila, you faggots. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. 
listen. Remember when I first moved into this place and I hung wallpaper in my drag room and in my bedroom? And it like the drag room took me um, less time because the patterns were easier to match. Right. It's, I guess my main question is, I think it, will t- it took me two days to match the one in the bedroom. Because you have to like match the pattern and then cut each piece exactly to size and then glue it up. And I'm thinking about maybe doing two extra gigs this month. And just paying someone to do it for me. Because it would be so much faster. I know, but there was something about doing it myself before that I was like impressed with my skill level and ability to do that. But my bedroom has these these like fucking 1920s ceilings where it curves. And the curve is what always fucked me up when I did it before. And I want to do two walls. You Not just co- one. So I should just pay someone to do it? Yeah. Let's People are amazing at working. So, but I, the thing is, is, I could do it. I just know it would take me four days. It would be morning to evening, four days. And I just don't have the time. I have that play that I'm in that's coming up. It's called I The Mountaintop. I play Martin Luther King. <laughs> Junior. No, in my version, I'm his father. Oh, okay. <laughs> Senior. <laughs> Senior, senior. Yeah. Um, whoa. Okay, so what Dipper has pulled up is a man who goes by the name, and I gotta say, a braided beard is—is is this going? Are we gonna air this? Maybe we could bleep his name. It just looks like he's got a big fupa. It looks like. Oh, I think his body looks hot. I just think the braided beard looks like hollow bread. Holla. I just literally was pulling up Twitter and I saw that and I was like, wow, you really braided your whole beard. Go down. Oh, no, that's not a fupa. I think it's just the way the light was playing with his butt. Oh, what if that you saw that out your window at CCBC? It would suck. Would suck. Are you going to IBC? I'm... Oh, the braided beard is a little is a thing that happens for Lincoln. I think Lincoln lives in Palm Springs, based on what I'm seeing here. So maybe you'd see him. Are you going to IBC? I just need to know if I. Are you going? Now, who's masked Dom Daddy that you're having a chat with down in the corner? <laughs> Are you going to IBC? I don't know. I, if you're not going, then I will go. I think I'm going for one event, but I'm not performing. I have nothing on the books, nothing official. Um, but I will be out there for Will Angel's um, like tea dance on Sunday at the barracks, and my friend Matt is DJing. Uh, then I won't be going. Um, but you can go Friday, Saturday. I'm literally going to drive out for the event on Sunday and then drive back. I think I'd rather go to Phoenix and go like vintage shopping. Okay. I am going to okay. So you know how I'm like obsessed with um, what they call it body modification now. You can't call it a silicone pump dick. Yeah, body, ooh, body mod, body mod. There's an event in Palm Springs that's coming up, and it's all for people with like body mods and stuff. And I'm gonna go. And I'm the Pumpers slap. Weekend. Is it called Pumpers Weekend? What's no, I don't it think called? It's that. I've been to that. Oh, was it fun? If there's, like, one specific day that I'm going where you have to get, like, a ticket for, like, a specific private pool party event. And I was like, I will be in the corner, um, and I will be slapping giant hogs. Like, I want Do them it. to that bring it over fun. to me, and I want to punch them. I want to slap them. I guess that's it. This What's it Friday, called? You got to know about the things that you're, you're talking about. What's it called? Well, I don't want anyone else to go. I just want you to know that I'm... Ex- Cited for this thing. Hold on one second. Let me just look it up. Let me know if I know it really quick. This see, this is why I didn't want to do it because like now I gotta look it up. Well, what are you? How are you gonna? Uh, which you? Which you? What? What? Body modification weekend. Palm it's Springs. called the Meetup USA. That's the Tony meet, Vega's party. The meet is spelled M E A T U P. Yes, meet you up. know that's Tony Vega who just won that leather contest, Mr. Oh, that's his party? It's his event, and he throws well, it. He's got have, one of them big old hogs. They I have slap annu- that one. They have an annual pa- uh, pageant contest. Contest. Let's call it a pageant. <laughs> and they do it <laughs> okay. in, If it, it walks it, like a duck, it quacks <laughs> like a duck. 
Yeah, the meetup is Tony's event. Well, well I'll be going. Um, and uh, if anyone else is into giant dicks, the meetup, USA.com, May 3rd through 5th. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're just plugging a bunch of shit. <laughs> I'm here to talk about Fat Slut this Friday at Precinct DTLA, where we have some of the world's best and worst drag queens performing. What do you mean worse? Well, yeah, sorry. Did. They have Meetup East, Meetup West, Mr. Meetup. Contest registration for Palm Springs. There's a Mr. Meetup. Oh my God. I should ask him if I can like crown the winner. And then the winner can crown make me crown. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about my butthole. Okay, now I might come out for that. Noah! What if I just come to the contest? Noah! This is a thing for me. But I don't want to see you. You're, you're a boner killer. You're gonna I'm staying the whole weekend. The winner, not in drag. That's why I said I didn't want to do it anymore. So this Friday at Fat Slut, Meatball Presents 216, we have Willem, Charlene from New York, Miss Mamshi from New York, we have Misty Violet from West Hollywood, and then Queen Sheba, who is the slowest bartender at Precinct. It's <laughs> so absurd. I've never seen anyone go slower than that. And not that I would be better. Actually, I would. I know for a fact that I would be a faster and more efficient bartender than Queen Sheba. And then we also have Shanita Blunt, and it's her first time performing at Fat Slut, and I hope she does something big, wild, and crazy, because I'm obsessed with her sewing skills. Also, we have my favorite, Judas King will be go-go dancing, so come get ah, you a little piece. Shanita Blunt. And then uh, Avery and Austin are there, too. And we have one very, very special guest from season 16 of RuPaul's Drag Race. She's a trailblazer. She is an incredible sign holder, and we cannot wait to have her. She really does. we will does. announce her when, when we are legally allowed to. <laughs> she really does turn the party. Well, that's exciting, Meatball. I hope that, you know, people make a meal out of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, because you could really fat do slut both. Slamper. You could go to Fat Slut, and then you could go to Drain. You could start at Drain Your Nut, make your way over to Fat Slut. No, no, Drain Your Nuts on Saturday. Okay, you start at Fat Slut, and then you get really you get those hangover hornies. Yeah, and then go to Drain Your Nut. Stick around all day, baby. Take a dinner break. Come on back. Take, yeah, there's our, there are in and ins and outs at Drain Your Nut. Right. Yeah, they'll be fucking in and out your butt a number of times. And you guys will get to see the uh, sofa that me and Dipper have talked so much about. No, it doesn't go out there anymore. Good, because that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Why? You're letting a bunch of, like, what, 50 to 60 strangers fuck on the sofa, and then you take it back home. Uh-huh. You take it back home, and then you live your life on it. And then you have guests come over, and they sit on it, unknowing... That it's probably covered in splooge and coogees and whatever else. Coogees? I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> All right. Okay, I thought of several other things. Even if you feel like you're ruining the moment, make sure you get water, a big glug of water, before you start. Um, you're not ruining the Wait, moment. Wait, what? Start over. What? What, is... job, so. what do you mean? It just started. This is the only part worth playing. Uh, but what is it about? Blowjobs. Oh, okay. Get a gulp of water. Suck down some water before you suck on the tip. Pay good attention to the tip. Suck on the tip. Lick on the whole, all that whole thing before you go down. You don't have to spend very much time because a lot of people don't like getting teased like that. But you do ha don't don't ignore it. Love the idea of the fake cockering with the fingers. That always works super well. And if your jaw's getting tired you're probably taking a little too long. Um, it's probably not as good as you want it to be. Definitely concur with the ask questions because they tend to know what they like. Um, also, don't, do not, do not, oh, I, I love giving head and then give a terrible blowjob. Come on, don't yes. do that to us. Because then those of us who really do love giving head, we get that. a bad rap. And then these motherfuckers come in about three minutes and I'm not done. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I guess, honestly, if you don't love the game, the game will never love you. So it's like you you can't force it. Maybe you're better at something else, you know? Um, but you can try. You really can try. 
Okay, bye, fucks. Love you so much. You keep me alive. Love you. <laughs> we keep her alive. I like the the like take a sig- swip of swib swip swig of water note because have you ever like gone to suck a dick and like you just you were like oh I'm out of I have no juice like I'm out of I'm out of liquid here I have like, no aju <laughs> like like there's some blah, 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 blah. like it's I'm a little too dry so I'm like I if if you find yourself in that situation I like the encouragement here of like just go get some water like wet 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 your whistle wet before your whistle. you get into it yeah um what else did I learn from that oh yeah don't ignore the head. So many times recently, so many times recently, recently, people have just been, they think that like a good blowjob only means like it's in their throat. Do you know what I'm saying? And they just kind of like put the whole thing in their mouth and like just leave it in their throat and they're like, Argh. and it's like, uh, you need motion. There needs to be more stimulation than just like, it's in a wet hole. You really want them to treat you like a bop it. Uh, bop it, twist it. Turn it, lick top it, it, top it, take it. Next call. Hey, Fox. Uh, this is a fun foot story specifically for me all. Uh, when I was in college and horny at a friend's wine night, someone brought up that they, like, didn't understand the whole foot thing during sex. And so I went on my whole spiel about how, like, feet are super like sensitive and like it can really heighten an experience like swapping between like sucking toes and giving someone a blowjob and all that um and so one guy literally was like you want to suck my toes right here so at a friend's wine night in front of everyone like licked his foot massaged it sucked his toes uh and found out later that he literally came in his pants in fr- like during the whole thing in front of like 10 people at this wine night. Um, honestly, one of my proudest like little slut stories. Goodbye. People. Listen, people love people's to is show off. What did you say? People's is freaks. People's is freaks. Um, I I don't think I could suck a foot. Uh, well, college is different. College is like let's make out and like everyone in the room makes out. Right. That's a great story. I, I, I don't think I could. Uh, ooh, I don't know if I could come from someone sucking on my little toesies. Just just that he must have been writhing around in them pants. Yeah, that's like when you go to a strip club and they're like, would you like a lap dance in the champagne room? And you're like, well, your goal is to not make me come so I stay in here for longer and keep giving you money. But is my goal, like, is the goal going back there to come in your pants and then go home with, like, a wad of wet cum in your pants? Like, it doesn't go anywhere? Because you can't pull well, your you dick out. Well, you recently on one of these podcasts said it's lovely to walk around with a wet dick. I said with, like, a little bit of, like, because you got that's hard. Gross. And no, because then you're thinking, like, oh, I've got cum to give. No, that's gross. Okay. Next car. <laughs> Next car, please. Hello, how you nasty fuck? First time caller. Love the pod. For me, do you guys feel like bears suck dick better than twinks? Because I love mm-hmm. when a bear sucks my dick. A twink, I'm like, oh, I feel like you're trying to suck the life force out of me. But bears are like, they take care of you. That's all. Thank you. I think it's because we like, like. Stuff in our mouth? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I do want to eat a hot dog. I'm down for that churro. Do run me that big grandma's pickle. Give me those 32 shrimps. <laughs> and so it's like, I'm good with this. Like, I actually, like, twinks don't use their mouth enough to, like, have a lot of capability. Yeah. And I also think bears um, just love sex more. I think. More? More than a twink. I don't know. Brittle These bones. twinks are out here being cracked in half. Oh, just so destroyed. True. Gaping. 
What was the name of that porn movie we love so much from Vegas? Self sucking, <laughs> twink packing meat. <laughs> I still I can't believe that that was the title. It came off the tip of your tongue. Self sucking twink packing meat. But see, hey, puppy, babe. Yes. Well, it's just it's just interesting because I feel like back in the day the Gavians might have like maybe looked down on on single scenes. Like like it seemed like this year, well, I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm going to say what my sister says to me every time I open my mouth where she goes, "Do you really know that or are you just fabricating an opinion?" <laughs> I'm fabricating an opinion, but it to me it seemed like the categories were built for like feature length studio films. Right. But now that the porn industry has gone in such a different direction of everyone producing their own scenes and doing their own stuff, it's like the award was for like best film or like but it was just a scene. Did he say like thanks to the whole team? We yes. could have done this without everyone's help. Yeah. You sucked your own dick, bro. No, the other guy sucked his own dick. The other guy should have who should have ex- given an acceptance speech didn't and the the other one did. Anyway, Next call. All right. I'm fabricating opinions. Hey, sloppy babe. Sorry for the quality. I'm in my car, but I just heard your caller asking about uh, female-focused sex spaces in Florida. And first off, I'm also a Floridian who's a lesbian. Let me just say the worst state possible, but there is an event that goes on at the end of May, and it's called Girls in Wonderland. It's in Orlando. Now, it is not a sex space. It's not a sex party. But it is a four-day event at a hotel with pools, and lots of people go. My friend went last year, and she didn't tell me exactly what she did, but she definitely saw pussy being licked poolside. And I guarantee you there are afters in those hotel rooms. So maybe look into that. All right. Bye-bye. Pussy being licked poolside. Pussy being licked poolside. That's not Babes in Wonderland. That sounds fun. That does sound fun. I I, I wish I could go. I wonder how sexy. I wonder how sexy um, the Dinosaur Weekend is in Palm Springs. The like lesbian golf weekend. Oh, nice. you know those ladies are teeing off. You know what I mean. <laughs> no, but that's what I think. I think a lot of those like big like spread the like, pussy and flick the bee. <laughs> I'm Joanne Proud of the Pussy Queen. Pussy Queen. <laughs> um, I, I think a lot of those lesbian weekends, I may be fabricating opinions here, but I feel like a lot of those uh, big lesbian weekends, they aren't as sex-driven. So maybe maybe Babes in Wonderland is... Maybe it's more just like body positivity, female empowerment. Pussy licked by the pool. Pussy licked by the pool vibe. Let's vibe on a break. Yes. And we're back. Do I look like one of those? No, we're not back. Do I look like one of those dolls when they're like broken? Yeah, how do you have control of your eyes like that? Okay, and we're back. Do you love Joanne Prada? I do. I think she's incredible. Um, I just love the way TikTok has really changed the music industry. You want to unpack that? No, I'm fabricating opinions. <laughs> it is really crazy. We. Um, we had a lot of like uh, strategy conversation. This is so stupid. It's a little inside baseball, but we had a lot of strategy conversation and like the exact same video of us from the red carpet at the gay VMs has like 20,000 plays on Instagram it has 17 plays on TikTok, and that's it. Like all the videos are being subverted because TikTok has changed. Isn't that wild? It's just, yeah, I don't get the algorithm. I don't understand Not it. you say it like that. I think I'm like, I mean, I've been posting on Instagram more and I've been like having more fun with it. Like, 
algorithm. Hey, you fucks, just finish listening to the King Dwarf episode. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Recently posted a video of my favorite queen, Miss Tina Burner, being goofy and silly. And she was goofy and silly back with you. Yeah, she did post a picture of um, the Goonies. Um, She posted that photo? She posted that photo and said, having fun gooning out with Meatball. Now, which one is she saying that I am? I thought you were the chubby-cheeked one on the left because she had blonde hair and the Cyclops has blonde hair. Not a Cyclops, but I forget his name. But (laughs) I think everyone messaged me and they were like, which one is she saying you are? And I was like, honestly, don't want to (laughs) know. Remember when she came on this podcast but kind of had no idea who we are? Oh, yes, absolutely. She still doesn't. But No, but I think when every a... time I see her, she's like, girl, Miss Meatball, blah, 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 blah. Wait, really? Yes. Oh, that's nice. Well, in a good way or a bad way? Bitch, it, you, the two of you are playing the exact same game without actually knowing where you really stand on each other. <laughs> because you will be, like, actually fully, completely... And truly obsessed and impressed watching her, like, sing show tunes and, like, do kickball changes. And then she'll post some stupid video and you're like, this lady is crazy stupid. And you will go back and forth. And you're like, you don't know which one you feel. I, But I do. I mean, I really do appreciate her talent. This is what I mean. You're obsessed with her in and both like, a good if we and a go bad to, way. If I go to Provincetown, which I think I'm going to go with this group of gays that I was hanging out with last night. If we go, I'm like, we have to see the Tina Burner show. And they were like, why? And I was like, because it's good? What do you mean, yeah. why? I win. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. She's a fucking showgirl. She said, well, in New York. I did that number again at Precinct. Oh my god. I don't know if they quite. (laughs) You mean like a Los Angeles gay bar? (laughs) Didn't love you just singing Concrete Jungle, Wet Dream Tomato over and over again? But fast, it's the the funny part is fast forwarding through the Jay Z. Yes, but it's funny when you do it because we're in New York at our live podcast event. It was a 90s theme music night. What happened was I was going to perform. That's not not from the 90s. Okay. Well, also, the party is called You've Got Mail, and it's 90s and early 2000s. That song technically came out in 2008, which is early 2000s. Everyone knows that the 90s music didn't stop coming out until 2010. That doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. We've had this argument before. People, write in. Send what's like a '90s thing. Send a little record or a CD. <laughs> send a picture of a CD and thumbs, thumbs up, up <laughs> if you believe <laughs> that the '90s didn't end until 2010, or a thumbs down. I actually technically believe that they didn't end until 2007. We gotta move on. Hey, you fucks! Just finished listening to the King Dwarf episode. First of all, um, I know we said annual. I'm gonna need this to be like maybe a quarterly guest. Um, absolutely my favorite guest you've ever had on the pod. Love you so much. Um, just need to touch on something here. Sheeb? Sheeb by Lady Gaga. I don't speak German, but I can if you like. Baby, it's going to be Shiza. Um, you're very cute. You're very funny. I love you so much. Um, I just can't with the Sheeb. Anyways, look forward to seeing you back in three months. Um, take notes, guys. Best guest ever. Every other guest, um, figure it out. King Dwarf's <laughs> winning. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye-bye. It is Shiza. It's gonna be Shiza, It's baby. gonna be Shiza. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to figure that out. Ba- gay people baby. are incredible. Um. It's gonna have, go ahead and be Shiza. It's gonna have to be Sheeb. Okay. Shiza. Sheep. Why didn't we say Sheeb? Because it's spelled like S-H-I-E. Girl, we didn't say that. He said it. Where would that on over? That's to- on UK KD King Dwarf. He's a ten, but he lives in a studio apartment. What is he? This may be controversial. What do you think? I think he's a ten that he, but he lives in a studio apartment. What, I- what, you're gonna get mad at someone for living in a studio apartment? Maybe he's saving money to buy a fucking house. Yeah, I think he's in transition. From one life movement to an X. Or uh, he's in his 20s. Yeah. What the f- I lived in a studio apartment for like three years. 
Really? In New York. In New York. But I did it because I was saving money so that I could move into a nicer apartment. But also that building had a gym. I had a laundry in unit. And I also I was I it was New York. I was literally going there to sleep. Like I wasn't I was always out. Well, I think it I think this question you almost have to like exclude New York City if you really want to get into the debate of it. And Okay, but LA studio apartments, everyone's got one. Yeah, I I don't know. I I do think it's hard to like hang out in a studio apartment. Well, then have them over to your house. You have a one bedroom. Yeah, you have a four bedroom. So? I have a three bedroom. <laughs> what do you do in the room that you're in right now? There's nothing in it. You have There's an literally room. nothing in it. This is why I want to go to fucking Phoenix. I want to buy a table and chair. I'm truly turning this room into a dining room. That would and be And then amazing. I'll just never use it. And then you'll never use it. You just put stuff on the table. Yeah. It'll just be It'll for shopping bags. No, I'm actually, you know what's weird? Uh-oh. I'm so much cleaner now that there's, like, not someone else here that I have to pick up after. Like, it's so much easier. Anyway. I love that for you. Yeah, uh, he's still a 10, bitch. He just lives in a studio apartment. Deal with it. Deal with that shit. It's almost no, if he has multiple pets, get out of there. Right. That's right. If there's litter boxes everywhere. If he's a 10, if he lives in a studio apartment and he's a hoarder, he lives in a studio apartment and he um And there's works, just a garbage piled up. Works out in the, in that same studio apartment. See, the thing is in L.A., they, they um, market a lot of studio apartments. But if you really go there, they're like one-bedroom apartments. But they just like have like a, like a door frame or something. You know yeah. what I mean? They, yeah, call yeah, them like, yeah, yeah. they call them bachelors or studio because pluses. Because also like, yeah, the bachelor Yes, bachelors. Because it's like technically a one-bedroom. Also, in my mind, a studio apartment is to one me room. is one room. The and kitchen is like one wall. They has a bathroom set like with a door, but mm-hmm. then everything is just one room. room. One room. One room. In LA, when they say studio apartment, there's the kitchen is always a separate room. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ah yeah. All right. I it's there's one specific call that you haven't played and I flagged and for you. I'm leaving a bear park. How would you flag it for me? In the email, I put a little flag. Well, I didn't pay attention to that. And then I forwarded it back to you. It's almost three in the morning, and I'm leaving a bear party. I'm listening to your podcast, waiting for the train, and you're talking about Johnny Rockets. And all I fucking want right now is a chocolate malt and shoestring fries. Meatball, they were shoestring fries, not steak fries. Maybe a memory is, uh, I don't know. But that's all I fucking want right now on my way back uptown. Also, can we talk about how in New York City, everyone claims it's a city that never sleeps when uh, that is complete bullshit. Uptown, everyone's asleep. Everything's closed. After it feels like 1 a.m., it's all shut down. The only thing that's fucking still open is Times Square, but no one, no normal people live there. But, yeah, I don't think about those, those shoestring fries and malt, but anyway. Goodbye. I'm going to have to make you go ahead and look up the search <laughs> Johnny Rocket Fries. You better run that sentence back. I'm going to have to go ahead and make you look up the search. Type in, to go to good old Miss Google. <laughs> Giggle. And type in Johnny Rocket Fries. And then I want you to look at the images and tell me that there is a shoe string fry. Oh, I guess the second one is, technically. But the ones that I just... The yeah, third they, don't, they look like regular fries. They don't look they're like, like steak thick. fries. They're no. not steak fries. I was wrong about that. They weren't steak fries, but they're not shoestring. But let's all remember that we are remembering the Johnny Rockets we frequented damn near 20 years ago. So we could say like Johnny Rocket Fries 2010, which Meatball would call 1990. It makes no difference. They're like, they're, they're just archival photos of Johnny Rocket's fries. Like, what are we yes, doing do. here? Yes, they do. <laughs> I can't. Um, okay. you. So, uh, the thing about New York is, yes, I do notice that people go to sleep all the time. Yes, it is challenging sometimes when you're there and you're like, I'm sure the bodega will be open. And then it's not. And, yes, this last time I was there, I went up to Harlem to meet a man. And that, it is dead after, like, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. No one's out. Everyone is like... 
um, just like in their beautiful, amazing bungalow, brownstone, condo, whatever. Not bungalow. They don't have those in New York. But Now, is this a new thing? Because I feel like pre-pandemic, I was going out all the time. I think this might be a... No. It could be. It could be. But also, yeah, when me and Bitch Puddin' were there, it was like a Thursday night. And everyone uh, in LA, Thursday is like, oh, this is going to sound so old of me. But like Thursday night parties are like some of the bigger parties now. It's like the new Friday. Everyone's going out on Thursdays. But we were in New York. We filmed that thing and we tried to go out after. And the only place, like we were walking down the street to go to the Eagle. The Eagle was packed, front to back, top to bottom, packed. But like the streets were dead empty. But the bodegas were still open, but the restaurants were closed. But I remember back when I lived in New York, damn near 20 years ago. Your face. Not damn near 20 years ago. You lived in New York like 18 years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Restaurants, like any restaurant would stay open super late. At least past 10, 30, 11 o'clock they were open. And then when we were there last time, in order to get food, I mean, it might have been the neighborhood we were staying in, like Midtown. But it was like we had to go to a bar that had a kitchen. Right. Now, I found this last voicemail that you want me to play, but I was going to not play it because I was going to talk to you about it to set something up. But I guess we can oh, play never mind, it. Never mind, never mind then. But I think I, we should do that. because I. All I right. Would, well, I let me play funny. the idea, and then we'll let people know when it's going to happen. Okay. So this is a call that we got. Okay, so this isn't a sex talk per se, but I'm hopped up on muscle relaxers and chatting with a guy on Hinge, and we were reminiscing about old shows like, you know, Rock of Love and, like, those shows where we'd pick like a random D-list celebrity and then like people would try to date them. I'm just saying now that Meatball is single, can we get like Meatballs of Love or something? You know, just throwing it out there. Goodbye! (laughs) The muscle relaxers be sickening, ma. I I think we should call it Meatball. Like, like you're the meetup, be- M-E-A-T? No, um, like M-E-E-T, because your name is already spelled M-E-A-T, dumbass. Uh, the meatball. <laughs> like meat Meet ball. these balls. <laughs> meat No, ball. we had done a dating show for you, <laughs> and I ago. thought that that was very funny. Yeah. And I figure we should do one for me. We could do a live one. Yeah. And it could be, like, singled out, where we, like, start with, like, 30 guys, and then, like, they all become audience members. In a let's, Zoom or like at the no, Lyric let's do it a precinct. Let's just like do it a precinct one night and film it. Okay, three angles. Yes, well, five. You'll have a GoPro strapped to your head so you can look up at it when you're freaked out. <laughs> yeah, let's do the dating game for Meatball. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we maybe can do in it on March. my birthday in July. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Maybe in July. Should I do a roast? I feel like I did that birthday roast one time and it was such a flop. Was it a flop? I mean, the turnout was good, but... No, the turnout was mediocre. Like one of your shows. (laughs) Yeah, like my last show in New York, the turnout was... But you know what? Even though no one came... Well, even though it was sparsely attended, everyone said it was a wonderful show and that you brought out some daddies that they had never seen out in a gay bar before. (laughs) And I thank you. It was also, it was New York on a Tuesday night. What are you going to do? New York. staying home. I need you to Google Johnny Rockets fries. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and need you to check out a Google search for Johnny Rocket fries. Um, all right. Well, we made it to the end of the episode. I hope everyone um, has a great week. I hope whoever oh, I you wanted to win at the Super Bowl. Hair, won. I think the guy who cuts my hair maybe listened to the podcast because he stopped talking to me. Well, keep it up. You'll keep getting that good tip. From Meatball. All right. Um, thank you all so much for listening. I hope Taylor Swift wins the Super Bowl or whatever. See you I'm excited to nut. see Usher's halftime show. Drain Your Nut, February 17th and 18th. Fat Slut, February 16th. Vote for and Meatball at the Queer Tees. And Meatball at the Queer Tees. Vote for me, March or whatever. March. Oh, and... We're coming back to New York. Details to follow soon. Details to follow. Keep an eye out, faggots, because we're, we're doing coming. a show. 
We're doing shows on shows on shows. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. So And you can always sign up for Mom Plus Gold if you want to get those little extra something-somethings. Uh, you can get extra sloppier seconds once a month. You can get behind the scenes videos. You're going to get a fun vlog of our time in Vegas. Plus you get our shows ad free and one day early and you get full video episodes of our interviews every Friday. Goodbye. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.